So I've been taking a deep dive on mythology a little bit. I find mythology, as you know, I'm a big fan of Campbell and stuff like that. And, and Christopher Vogler is another really good writer uh, who talks about the myths and how they play a role into our everyday lives and our understanding of stories and stuff like that. And what I realized is that at least for me, I'm speaking, I'm going to use my eye statements. I don't know shit about Greek mythology beyond what the God of War games taught me. And that's an unreliable narrator. Max, what do you know, if anything, about Greek mythology? I mean, I, I know that movie Hercules by Disney, hmm. um, which was their big moonshot to get back in the animation game. Didn't work. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, that's it. what I knew. Well, I didn't you even know play God of War. What's interesting about that, though, is Hercules is not even, and I, you know this, I'm sure, Hercules, that's not his name. That's not his fucking name. That's what bothers me so much about the rest of that movie, which seems to take painstaking attempts at trying to keep the Greek mythology in order, but then calls Heracles Hercules because that's his Roman counterpart. Uh, right very strange to me that that is what's permeated uh because i think when if you're like okay name a couple greek gods people could say hercules sure you could sure. say uh zeus i think zeus is the biggie more on him in a second uh fucking aries man aries uh, right yeah but there's not a bunch right like and right. then if, if you start saying them you're like oh athena oh Sisyphus. okay sure there's a lot of these fucking gods but sure. it gets so weird because i'm like okay what's the origin story to any of this because as far as i go back like there's zeus and then his dad was chronos who castrated his father Uranus. That's the one thing I knew about Greek mythology. And apparently it goes way further back. Like they have an entire uh, universe, like creation myth, which is that there was a God of nothingness, a void, and his name was chaos, which you're like, okay, all right. So far, this is pretty fucking metal chaos and nothing existed. And there's all these incredible artistic renderings of what it was, which is weird because if nothing existed, it should be all black, which would be an artistic moment. But didn't happen the fucking hacks back in ancient greece um so chaos happens and then from that begats uh gaia right mother gaia she's earth as we know it and then she has like six oh. kids that she just creates on her own wait uh, gaia was a greek thing i yeah. thought that that was like a thing that witches you know modern day witches talked about when they're selling their like essential oils and shit here's like, the fucking thing everything's the gaia, same you figure this out <laughs> Everything is the fucking same. Pagans, Christianity, like fucking Greek mythology, like especially the Greeks, right. because if you compare it to Norse mythology, if you, if you compare it to Indian mythology, a lot of the shit, so much overlap. That's what Campbell sure. and Vogler talk about. I mean, like the, the story of Jesus was taken from like an Egyptian myth about, you know, some dude that died and came back to, and there's like that repeating myth throughout all those religions and shit. Including our, our 21st century mythologies. Uh, Anakin Skywalker was born of a virgin birth, right? Like, you know, like they do Which, that shit I mean, a lot. yeah, like George knew what he was doing. That was a little bit like, why is nobody ever like call him out on that shit? Like a virgin birth? Come on. Well, I mean, I think, didn't we? Didn't we? I just did. I feel like I've been calling him out for 20 fucking years since <laughs> that shit came out. I'm like, Lucas, what? Even as a child, that was too much for me. Like you need him to be some fallen Christ figure or something. <laughs> well, down. because I, we talked about this a little bit before, like I'm really like Paradise Lost, really sexified for lack of a better word. Lucifer, Lucifer is like kind of the good guy in that. He's just he had his reasons, you know what I mean? Right. He's not purely evil. So like the the George Lucas of it all is interesting. But so go to, to bring it back to Greek mythology for a second, because yes, it's so influential and all of these things, uh, they have like these counterparts in our world today. We're now so much more scientifically evolved and existentially aware. And, and that philosophy, I think in general has moved humanity that the needles move greatly on it. And yet those stories still kind of endure. So, uh, Gaia makes a bunch of kids 
out of nothingness and then she ends up fucking her kids and then births the titans and then that's how it all happens but i'm telling you all of this right. just to talk and about I, I i do remember all of that in the disney animated film hercules right as well. yeah. what's weird is like they're the x-rated cut of that you know like they brought <laughs> it before the test screenings and it got a raucous applause but this is this this is not going to sell in the four quadrants okay like we got to make this a hit bona fide um, what they didn't realize is by taking out all the child fucking uh, that they actually lost a bunch of audience, man. The, the, the late 90s were a weird time for animation. People wanted what I they mean, wanted. That, that, that was the decade of Tarantino, man. Like, like they, they could have gotten away with it. That's what the people were clamoring for. They wanted that incest. They wanted that murder, the castration of dads, all of it, you know? Metal. And then, by the way, with the two severed testicles of, uh, of Uranus, they create two other gods whose name eludes me because that was the thing. I was just starting to listen oh, to a man. podcast about did, mythology. Did, did the gods know, by the way, that they were born out of just a testicle? I think like, like no one, one tells them. No one, no one, uh, <laughs> like the family reunions are very awkward. Because <laughs> like, like, where's my dad? It's just like, don't, no one fucking say anything. They're literally walking testicles and it's going to shatter them. Uh, <laughs> they were very sensitive. No, but see, like that's, so that's kind of my whole thing about it was that like, okay, so Zeus is just the I mean, holy shit, the Weinstein of Greek mythology. There's no other way to talk about it. Just fucked everybody. Very few times was it consensual, sometimes as an animal. Uh, like yeah, he, he, would, was... <laughs> he would get rejected as a human and he would come back as a fucking goat, but like, reject me now, and then <laughs> rape some people. And you're like, whoa. So, but he has 37 kids like that I can count. I'm sure there's way more. And my whole fascination was like, I was trying to listen to a podcast about Greek mythology. Right. And then very quickly was like, what? This is like fucking like Dune or a hundred years of solitude. Like I need a fucking flow chart to keep up with how many characters there are. It's, it's like a fucked up soap opera or something, man. It's like the, if you ever watch like general hospital over the course of 30 years, which I have, you know, just by virtue of my mom watching it as growing up, like the serpentine plotting and this person <laughs> comes back from the dead and this person gets raped, but it was actually their evil twin. Like it's all the same. Oh, shit. that shit happens. There's a couple twins for sure. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, dude. So 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 the gods are one thing. But then yeah. I got really interested in like the Trojan War in general mm. because the Iliad. I think the Iliad gets looked over a lot because the Odyssey is the one that I think cultural osmosis has has taken over more. But right. I do find the Iliad to be like way fucking better, like as a story. Mm. And it's filled with all these really great characters. Like Achilles right. is like, there and Odysseus is there. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt nails it. Ray Weinstone. Who else was in that fucking movie? I, forget. I don't remember. Uh, Orlando kind of, Bloom. Bana. Who, who was who was Helen of Troy in that movie? Uh, Diane a, Kruger. Diane Kruger, I think. That was Diane Kruger. Yeah. The Krugs. And look, beautiful woman. Launching sure. a thousand ships? I don't know. Eh. That's the thing. Okay, but even that, Helen of Troy. Did you know that's fucking Zeus's daughter? I didn't. I thought she was a person. This is where the Trojan War gets really interesting because I was like, well, surely I know the Trojan War didn't happen. I know right. Troy doesn't really exist, but I thought that they were like doing that truthiness thing where they grabbed mm. a couple people from history. Cause I'm like, Oh, but Agamemnon's a real dude, right? Like Menelaus, like those names existed outside of the context of the Iliad. And then I found out like, no, not all of that's fake Christian. You're a fucking moron for thinking any of these people are true. And I got really depressed by it. <laughs> oh man. Don't be that hard on yourself. Jesus. Um, uh, I, I, I have a universe question here. Like are okay. the, are the gods all up in the sky? 
like in the Disney animated film Hercules and they're just living in a cloud city and Zeus just throws down some lightning bolts every now and then? Or are they like living in an extra dimensional plane? Uh, like what's right. going on there? Is it a combination of the two? I know Hades yeah. is underground because he's creepy. Yeah, well, well, that's also very interesting because what's that? Tartarus. Tartarus is the god of the underworld. Like he is the underworld there. It's, they get really weird. Hades comes much later. Uh, oh. and you think because again hades you're like oh that's that's the lucifer analog he's like number two in the story but no he's way later really um, so he is he like middle management in the underworld is he just like the, the Dwight yeah he's Shrew? 46 he's overqualified but the economy took a shit and he is like working at a mcdonald's now yeah it almost feels that way to be honest and and he's mm. he's making the best out of it but you know he's still stuck in a pretty shitty place um i, I think to answer your question i think they don't say they're hanging out in the fucking sky, but they, they exist in a, they, they're, they're um, uh, omnipotent. Wait, omnipotent. Yeah. They're omnipresent as well. They can oh, see yeah. anything they want to see when they are interacting with mortals. They're always interacting in like our world. It's not like they get transported anywhere else. Uh, so, Cause that's like, but they're not like in a literal gated community, you know, uh, East of Athens or anything. They're, they're like, they're right. somewhere. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're always around, but like even that. So the Trojan War really starts. We all say, okay, Paris stole Helen, and Agamemnon was like, "You motherfucker!" And then he launched a thousand ships. But mm -hmm. what happened was that there were three three vain ass gods. Like Athena was one of them, and I'm forgetting the other two who were like, "Who's the prettiest of us?" Like, and they asked Paris. And Paris was like, like I don't want to fucking choose. And so, like, what they do, they all start <laughs> bribing Paris in their own way. And I believe it's Athena who's like look, if you pick me, I'll literally get you the prettiest woman in the entire world. So, like, Athena's betting goods that she doesn't have the right to fucking give away. You know what I'm saying? And it starts a 10-year war. That's something that Troy movie does not let you know. That war goes on for 10 fucking years. And right. there's so much infighting between the Greek and, the, like, the Trojan army and stuff like that. It's nuts, man. Because according, according to that movie, that war is over in, like, two days. Two-day war. Uh, but in real life, 10, 10 years, or at least according to that story. And by the, that the point, like of Helen story, of Troy is an old woman because, you know, life expectancy <laughs> back then. Right, right. No, but that's what's weird about it is that the book, it like, it might be the first flash forward. Like, like you know, like remember mm. we get to the end of season three of Lost and like, oh, we have to go back. And we're like, what? Goosies, right? I got goosebumps all over. <laughs> right. uh, it's the same thing because they start off and like everyone shows up. And then like, I don't know, after book three, there was like a smash cut nine years and 11 months later. And people are pissed. The Trojan army's like, what the fuck are we still doing here? Like, cause it makes sense. Cause like, think about this. Odysseus, Odysseus is gone for 20 years cause he's, right. he, he fights. And then it takes 10 more years to get back to Ithaca after the fucking Iliad. So it's just like, you get that everyone is like, I just want to go home. My wife is fucking everybody who stayed behind. Like, like my kids don't know me. I just want to <laughs> go home. I mean, like how, how do they know for sure that it even is Odysseus by the end of that book? It's, it's the only way they know is because the, he challenges the suitors to an archery attempt where he has to shoot through the the axe picks the opening in the axe picks and the yeah. only one who's able to do it is odysseus because you're right he doesn't look like odysseus at all penelope right. is just fucking saying hey suitors i i don't really want to get with any of you but i i get it's my job and then telemachus uh odysseus's kid is just like get the fuck away from my mom but yeah. like well i mean it, it's it's not quite a dna test but i guess you know 
That's as quick as it gets. Like it's very possible someone else just spent their life being a really good archer. I don't know, but fuck it. I guess that's Odysseus. Like war changes a man. This this old crazy guy is really good at archery. I guess he's Odysseus. Odysseus in general is he is a very interesting character. I don't shit on the Odyssey because I do think it's like I just spent a decade, man, defending for these fucking kings, which like, listen, Odysseus wasn't even really about those kings. You know, it wasn't about Menelaus and Agamemnon, but he believed in duty. He's just a guy. He believed in duty. You know what I mean? So like, good for him. But then he's like, I'm going to go home. What a fucking Cyclops and some fucking sirens and shit. Like he goes through the ringer and all he just wants to go home. He didn't sign up for that shit. (laughs) He should, doesn't he like land on some island where they're all getting fucked up all the time? Yeah. And everybody's having a great time. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Why didn't he stay there? Right. I know well, I mean, the message was like, oh, you know, life needs to come with some pain too, and you can't be happy all the time. It's like, dude, like he's put his time in. Like he can fucking chill. Penelope's all right. It, it doesn't complete the hero's journey. That's why. <laughs> like, because he gets to this like orgy. Kind of like hits it. <laughs> hits a brick wall at Orgy Island, you know, on his development. Well, that's the Odyssey. Like, we could go back and remake the Odyssey, but do it like, like, you know, for real. Like, what would actually happen? Like, at right, some point, like your honor goes in, away. You find Orgy Island, and uh, you turn <laughs> into Paul Rudd from yeah. forgetting Sarah Marshall. It becomes like a fucking noir story set on an Orgy Island, but you just get corrupted. It's Eyes Wide Shut Odysseus edition. You know? What's what's the noir? What's the mystery? I don't know. Like, why there's a giant orgy going? On? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's hot. No one's protected from the fucking sun. Some people are in great pain, but everyone seems to be loving it. Right. Uh, I don't STDs know. STDs going rampant. Well, I wonder what, what was going on with that because the Greeks, they'd be fucking ever. Like the Greeks are almost proud of their pedophilia if you look it up. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. I I'm mean, just... well, everything was on the menu back then, man. Right. There everything. were no morals. It is interesting Absolutely that the, the, the code of ethics that we that most modern society kind of bases theirs around, at least, right, is the Greeks. Like the Greeks were their faults i suppose also very instrumental right they gave us the forms they gave us democracy yeah uh, but yeah they fucked a lot of kids like a bunch of them they sure uh, did they, and sure both, did, they were Christian. just keeping and they were just keeping a tradition <laughs> with their gods okay <laughs> because it's like if they could turn into goats and fuck some kids they would but they couldn't so they just right what they well what is interesting to me about the greeks and I, yeah. again i'm speaking from a very uninformed perspective here but like a lot of people use their myths or their heroes or whatever as sort of like uh you know higher examples of how to be or whatever R- but like right cautionary Zeus is like a straight up like the biggest rapist in all the land you know he's turning into goats and raping women etc so i guess if that's their higher example you know like i'm looking at jesus here right he was the one raping. thing the christians really nailed was like well they gave us an impeccable uh, fucking uh, you know like beyond yeah. reproach protagonist dude, dude was just you know being a carpenter and not banging anybody and also reluctantly thrown into the hero thing like jesus right. doesn't want to be a hero which is a tenet of being a hero like achilles is after fucking honor and shit like that yeah hercules um, is like fighting lions for no reason well, and that's the thing. So Hercules is also really fucking weird because I don't. I think they talk about it briefly in the animated movie. I haven't seen it in twenty years, but right. he like kills a bunch of people as a baby. Like they do a really cute version of it in that movie. I think where like snakes or something come after him and he like ties them into a bow or right. something. But like, and then he's like no. he's still a baby and he laughs yeah. about it and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and then baby. he has a blackout and he wakes up and he's and his his entire family is murdered brutally they left that out of the fucking movie i want to throw that out there mm. but in terms of comeuppance uh hercules eventually 
fucking get Zeus, which they leave out of the story, which is like, God, if we could remake that Disney movie now, why not focus on the father-son thing? Because that is, that, is, that is a theme that has endured through fucking centuries. We have a thing about that, you know, as storytellers. Right. Uh, and it just makes no sense why they didn't really, like, he's an evil person. He has to struggle with the idea that he's half of that. And I forget who his mom is because here's the weird thing. Even though he's named Heracles after Hera, which is Zeus's sister. Oh, Her- Hera is not his mom, though. He's a, he's a he's a mudblood man. He's a fucking exactly. human god hybrid. Heracles, the, pr- the the glory of Hera is what it translates to. And by the way, that's a fuck you. It's a fuck you to Hera because it's not Hera's kid, and she is reminded of Zeus's infidelity. Wait, constantly. did Zeus name this kid that as he a fuck na- you to Hera? No, well, that's weird because like he does have another name. He does None have another name. This is normal, man. I know, right? Sorry, <laughs> right? Like we've like no normal left the building <laughs> so long ago. No, so he had a different name, and I'm totally blanking on it. He was not named Heracles for like three years of his life, two years of his life. Then he kills those fucking people uh, as a baby, and they're like, "There it is, the true glory." Because it was it was speculated that he was mm. Zeus's kid, but they couldn't prove it. And then at that right. point, he's like, "I can't name you after Demeter or whoever the fuck the so mom it was." It was like a Montel Jerry Springer type right. situation where like Zeus is in the corner, like, "I'm not the dad. I'm not the fucking dad." And he's like got his arms crossed or whatever. According to the lie detector test and the DNA test, you are the father. And Zeus is like, "God damn it!" He's just running around, <laughs> goes off the set and shit like that, just throwing like, lightning everywhere. Are you willing to take responsibility now that you know Zeus? <laughs> just throws a lightning at the reporter and gets out of there. No, I, I, yeah. So I look at that and it's like, so he gained that name after the fact, and it purely was a fuck you. And Hera, by the way, ends up being cool to Hercules, but like, it's a Catelyn Stark situation, dude. She's sure. not happy about it. Um, and so my point is like Zeus does eventually get his comeuppance, which is interesting because he took out his father, um, mm. or Kronos took out his. So it's a grandfather. It skips a generation, man. Well, okay. I mean, I guess that worked out. You know, like mental Everybody. illness or twins. <laughs> Shit skips a generation. You kill your fat fatricide. It happens sometimes. Um, patricide. There we go. Patricide. What What would be the term for God homicide? Outside. uh d- d- yeah something <laughs> i don't know i that's the thing because they also get weird. that gets i was gonna say deus right but like that gets weird too because titans are in the fucking mix in greek mythology the point is this they started off very great and then they they wrote themselves into multiple corners and then they figured like eh, we can get out of this and we just have this sister and this brother fuck each other and make some kids like yeah. the, the, the line is so fucking weird and hard to keep up with but it is and unfortunately unlike like dc or something they can't just like restart the whole thing like they right. gotta just <laughs> Right. keep it going it's the new greek 52 and they just like guys we it. fucked this up beyond repair let's just have like some weird event that resets the timeline battle world but it's all the greek gods because that's what needs to happen man we can make a comic book because here's the other thing that pisses me off the romans mm. creative at all they just stole all that shit and changed the names like that's what bothers me so much zeus is jupiter you know what i mean like I, I said, those goddamn italians speaking yeah. of italians yeah Watching that Sopranos. Oh, how's that treating you? It's hilarious until it's not. I always forget how uh, how dark that quickly gets, you know. But it really, uh, it really does. And then I'm reminded why I don't watch it as often as I probably should. Where, where are you in the story? Uh, I'm in uh, season four. Almost done with season four. Oh, it's my um, least favorite season. It's yeah, great, but it's my least it's, favorite. It's it's good, but it's yeah. I, I would I would definitely agree. Um, 
That said, Ralph, for all of his faults, great character. Well, I was going to say, and unless I'm fucking this up, uh, season four does give you the Pio Mai horse burning scene and then Tony and Ralph fight. Is that season four? Yes. And that yeah. all happens in like one episode. Where, like, that, that, is, that is like done. maybe one of the watermarks of writing in that show for me. Uh, yeah, like season four's high watermarks are like, holy shit. But then it's lows. It's also got Christopher where they're bad, like... Bad up, dude. Christopher. <laughs> It can't unring that bell, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a show, man. I'm glad I'm watching it. Uh, you know, I love uh, I love Paulie. I love uh, love Tony wearing his designer shirts. That dude's got style. I never realized. Tony? Yeah. Oh, he's kind of a suave motherfucker for being a big dude. Like that's the weird thing about him is that like I used to like when I watched it as a kid. Yeah. I, I would be like, I don't understand why he gets all these fucking women fawning over him. And then I, you get older. I kind of get it, man. You get it, right? Yeah. yeah. You're just like, fuck, I don't know. Confidence, number <laughs> one. Like, he's got a swag about him, even though he's very, like, kind of inarticulate half the time. And, um, right. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I love that show. I'm, I'm willing, I want to do a rewatch of that. You and I are actually rewatching Twin Peaks together right now, which I found just great it's to rewatch delightful. anything with you, just because it's like, oh, we, we get to comment on a lot of stuff or see things that i hadn't seen the first time and and that's right. always a fun thing to do man um you're you're almost always on my wavelength and vice versa you know which is not you know i can't say the same for like a lot of other people i've watched things with um right. but yeah like the sopranos i'm, I'm definitely glad i'm rewatching it rewatching it now is sort of like watching it for the first time because it's been fucking years um since i've seen it and uh same with twin peaks the return it, it almost feels like a fresh rewatch because there's so much shit i've forgotten yeah, I just think that's a show that by design, there's so many things that do not fit the things that you latch onto within a drama or Twin Peaks, to, to, like period. So right. when you watch it, you're like, oh, that's the episode where this happens because that felt like Lynchy or something. And then you forget that along the way, there are these fucking incredible small moments that are also incredibly Lynchy. And you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that's always good. Um, I told you I'm rewatching Fringe, which I know I've never got you on, and I don't want to turn this into a recommendation cast, but I will say this very quickly. I just got past the first season. Uh, yeah, dude, that show's mythology, I think, legitimately rivals any show ever made's mythology. It, it's not as consistently great as Lost is, uh, even though that falters a little bit of parts. But as far as mythology goes, like it's up there, dude. It really is like one of the most fucking incredible thing like thinking about it in abstract you ever think about a show's mythology in abstract like even twin peaks for example mm -hmm. it's like you ever think about that shit in abstract where you're like oh wow that's like incredible this happens here and it affects this thing that happens so much later right uh, game of thrones is very similar i think that's why we all really like game of thrones is we're we're watching a story that takes place now but really it's a story about what happened 20 fucking years ago right it's all like these this, ramifications this are happening. panoramic domino effect that you can see like in slow motion just happening and once you know what the inciting right. incident was it's like you retrace it and it's like oh my god and, and fringe is very similar there's an event that happened 20 years before the events of the show or 25 years before the events of the show that gets alluded to a bunch and you think it's one thing it turns out to be something else but that is like oh man everything started because of this and mm -hmm. it is like i'm getting goosebumps talking about it so you know i we're, we're often on the same wavelength i would tell you to get it i think it's great um i think you will really love it plus you gave angel a full season before you said it got good so i expect the same kind of love and courtesy yeah i mean you know like i'm in a, a very uh similar place in my life right now i've got a lot of free time on my hands so i might, well, might as well just uh, <laughs> talk about that do you mind because it's a big deal i mean you're you're no longer shackled to the like non-disclosure i mean you've never had a non-disclosure agreement i assume <laughs> but, but so what's going on man you have a big thing happen in your life 
Oh yeah, so I uh, I left I left my job at Amazon. Uh, worked there for a total of six years, and I'm not going to speak ill of the company that employed me for that long. Like I learned a lot. I'm glad I worked there. Met a lot of really wonderful people. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just at a point in my life where uh, I don't think I'm going to ever like do the creative shit that I want to do. Uh, not going to like accomplish the things I want to accomplish if I'm always just week over week exhausted by working full time for right. a place where you have to walk like 10 miles a day. Yeah. I mean, that's like a really interesting crossroads that people get into, which is like the, the work for commerce versus mm -hmm. creativity. Um, you hear stories about people that we really like who had a full-time job and then wrote in a small room, you know, on right. the weekends or, and like, that's certainly one way to do it. And that requires a lot of fucking energy effort and concentration, you know, yeah. and focus because it's like you work, especially you dude, holy shit. You walk so many miles a day and like you, you're responsible for a lot of emotional things that happen too at your job or your previous job. And so it's like on a weekend, Nah, dude, I want to fucking lay down. I don't want right. to do anything that requires mental energy. <laughs> and that's where they get you, you know? So it's like you, you now find yourself in a very interesting, uh, like an advantageous position where in theory you have a little bit of a buffer. You can figure out what you want to do. Uh, right. Spend time doing creative shit. And maybe, you know, maybe this will be like a turning point in my life where I look back on it and I go, that was a terrible fucking decision. But honestly, like, I, I don't think that, uh, I think it would be a mistake not to seize the opportunity and, and go for it. Like, I just got this little camera. I've been running around the city taking pictures. Now that I have the free time to do that, it's like such a creatively uh, fulfilling thing. So I want to do more of that. I want to travel a little bit, see you, see uh, people back in Florida, um, you know, live on the edge on the fringes of society yeah. uh <laughs> sorry i like someone was like <laughs> i was watching that episode of the office where they're trying to talk about who should take over as the new boss there's mm -hmm. this one cutaway joke where it cuts to ryan and he's just like i want an outsider he's like yeah an outside hire no no i mean like an outsider from society someone who lives on the fringes like a homeless person <laughs> I'm like, yeah it's my boy if i could love that guy man. yeah they really changed that character um they had to, uh, and you're changing yours, man. I think I look. I think it's a it's a courageous fucking thing. Like when you told me, I I I I heard my mom's voice coming out of my voice, which I was like, "What? Why are you doing this? You need to eat." Like, and I think I said that to you. I was like, "Look, I'm very proud of you, but I just want to make sure that you're going to be able to eat." That's like my biggest takeaway from this. Uh, but I like I'm so jealous. I think that's like a moonshot, and you know, we'll see what the future holds. I'm obviously pulling for you to come out west with me. Uh, yeah. Because it's like if we're gonna if we're gonna make a attempt, it's like well we're in our thirties, we're in the we're adjacent to the industry in terms of where we live. Like this is the place to do it, and I'm really fucking proud of you, man. Because it's a, it's a thing that a lot of people wouldn't have done. Well, thank you, man. I mean, I, I look at somebody like, and I know you you've been working pretty consistently, but you've also had jobs where you've been able to like be flexible and shit, and, right? Like, work on your own terms. I haven't had that in six years, like. Yeah, I can't imagine. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like, even, even with the flexibility that I have, I find myself still feeling like you would feel, which is like, I just, I put so much into that. And like, I don't know if I, you know, it, it's very exhausting. And you had something that was way more regimented, way more demanding. And so mm -hmm. I can only imagine it's like, even if you were to get something like I've been able to do where it's like, oh, it's flex work. You can do it when you want to make your own hours. I think you would still fucking thrive <laughs> as opposed to me, which is a struggle. <laughs> that's because you've been conditioned, you know? Right. Well, hey, man, I appreciate the support. We'll, we'll uh, see what happens. Hopefully I can get out to Cali, you know, be Cali Max, you know, calm, calm Max. What would be a good, uh, you know, I know Cali equivalent. Max sounds good. It sounds like Cali Mar, but like fucking <laughs> Cali Mar. 
It was just like me with some sunglasses, palm tree. Going around ripping hearts out of people. You know, the usual well, <laughs> Mac stuff. <laughs> the usual Mac stuff, you know, what I would be getting up to if I wasn't working. So, hey, Cali well, Max. Well, yeah, we'll find out. I guess we'll see what happens, man. Here's hoping. I mean, I, you know, like LA is starting to present itself as being a little weird. Like I'm on mm. Nextdoor. I don't know if you're on Nextdoor, if that's a New York thing, but uh, there's there's an app called Nextdoor where you can like put in what neighborhood you live in, and it's just like a lot. Of, it's like a community based thing, like a, like a Reddit board yeah. specifically. I'm, for- I'm on it, but nobody uses it around Gravesend because I'm surrounded by el- the elderly. Yeah, right. So. Like that's that's that that's the Socrates and Plato thing that we were talking about earlier off right. microphone, I think. Uh, <laughs> so that joke does not <laughs> land. Sorry. <laughs> uh but yeah no so so it's i'm on there and someone posted up uh like oh i hate to post this but here's a video of my ring surveillance thing now by the way every time someone has got one of those ring doorbells you know what i'm yeah. talking about i'm like you're racist as fuck why oh, do my you mom has that? one <laughs> racist no and here's the thing i take it back i take it back this this lady posted a thing and it was a screenshot from ring and it was just some guy looking inside her window masturbating and I'm just like, oh my God. Oh, like, yeah. God. It, and it was, and by the way, down the street from me. So I was like, Dolores, lock all these fucking doors when I'm not here. Like, cause it See, really creeps me out. I mean, when you tell me things like that, because like, it, we, we should just talk about this. Like, cities in general are oh, yeah. getting weird right now. This yeah. is a weird time to be in America, especially in the most populated parts of America. Um, you know, uh, I wonder, like, sometimes when I hear those stories, should we just move out to like the woods? and be wood woodland people you know i think for our democracy we should yeah we should like is that the problem like liberals we just bunch ourselves in fucking cities and it's like no we need to go to like iowa or something (laughs) make some real difference and that's the thing that fucks me up is like in a weird way somebody did put it to me this way which helped me understand their mentality a little bit more they're one of those like uh never trump never biden people and i'm like what the fuck like okay Okay. um uh, but they were like look i live in seattle uh, we're going to vote blue no matter what. So I'm, you know, like my vote doesn't really matter here anyway. Um, I'm allowed to feel a certain way about this. And it's like up to a point, I get what they're saying. Like I get that because I kind of feel like whether or not I vote in the state of New York, like New York is going to tilt towards Biden. Like there's a 1% chance Trump would win New York. Right. So uh, maybe we should, uh, you know, just for our democracy, Christian. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's got to be places that are halfway decent and not total. Like, I don't want to move to Montana. I mean, I know it's beautiful I mean, there. Yeah, Montana would be beautiful, though. But all of like, it, like, that's the thing. We live, we live in a very beautiful country. I think sometimes we, we, we forget that. That, like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, what's so amazing about this, and, and California, L.A. specifically, gives me a little bit of that because it's like, if I drive 20 minutes, I hit the beach. If I drive 20 minutes this way, I'm in a fucking desert, dude. Yeah. Like, there's palm trees over here. It's all like, tropical and stuff. And it's so you get this idea like wow there's so much geography like wyoming i hear is one of the most beautiful places you'll ever see in your life montana the same yeah wyoming is also the reddest state we have in the fucking union yeah Yeah. and and income inequality i think is worse there than any other place like in terms of i believe it so yeah i I think that all the time it's like we would have to do that and it's not a five-year endeavor it's not like oh we signed up like we're going to the fucking peace corps or something i'm gonna do five years in iowa and then i get to go wherever i want like liberals need to like go and and lay roots down and bare liberal fruit is kind of what it has to be. Bare liberal fruit. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, just unfortunately, I feel like their kids would just rebel against their fucking annoying liberal AOC supporting moms and dads and just be like, well, I'm going to be a MAGA kid and vote for uh, Trumpy okay. Jr., Barry see, Trump that, for press. That's where I get really shitty about it because it's not even about politics. Like, this is the thing I was really trying to just get out there, which mm. is like, we have been fooled into thinking that these are political issues, but they're not. It's common decency and it's kind of like, like wearing a mask. Yeah. Uh, not running over protesters with your car. I don't know. How about just the it's, bare minimum fact that you, 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 you pretend to worship a document that says all men are created equal, which was an inherent lie when they did it. And right. then you seem to like not understand that there's some, there's some debt to be paid there. And I'm not asking you to fucking pay the debt. I'm acknowledging to you. I'm asking you to acknowledge that there is a debt that needs to be paid at all. And we can't even get that much baseline agreement. We can't even get a baseline agreement that like, Hey, you, a black you guy goddamn liberals coming in here, making me feel bad about something I didn't even do. Yeah, Everybody I, has the same legal rights as me. There's no racism. Right. You should just shut up and just calm down. <laughs> I, I I think about it all the time, and I'm like, it's really sad that we politicize things that are common decency, but also just kindness. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really weird to me that anyone's going to say that Joe Biden is a godless man when, like, Trump, I mean, what about him screams godliness? What about him screams, like, anything that isn't insulting to your religion and when yeah, it comes he's, down he's to like, it's like he's like racist. a fucking yeah he's a black hole of godliness he's he's a fucking he's the antichrist did you watch any of that rnc man i know you tried not to you right? you know for a fact i did uh, no i meant, I I meant was, the later <laughs> days that uh, oh that, i i did i did not watch his speech because i heard it was a 70 minute rambling low energy shit show Someone um, said that Trump got tired of giving that speech three minutes in and you could tell. Like, there were so <laughs> many lines. Like, I watched a couple minutes of it and there's so many lines where I'm like, you know, if you had an effective orator out there, like, it's still fucking fascism, but, like, you could get an applause line out of that. You know what I'm right. saying? And just, like, nothing. No energy. Uh, it was just so fucking weird. Um, yeah. I did see Melania had, like, a bright green dress on, so people were just, and like, the internet using did what the internet fucking, does. Oh, yeah. Of course, you know, <laughs> just, like, video footage of Trump and Epstein being projected onto it. Shit I like saw that. COVID. That was my favorite. She was oh, just a giant it. COVID molecule. I was like, oh, it's cute and accurate. I, I did see, like, a death glare she gave Ivanka. Like, Ivanka, like, was approaching her, crossing the stage, and Melania was smiling as soon as she crossed her field of view, just, like, huge frown just fucking staring daggers at her. But okay, but this is going back to what I was just saying, which is like, I watched the Trump thing. I watched a couple of the different speeches that other people did. And it was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. I've never yeah. seen the American flag weaponized. It felt with no irony or dog whistle of that, oh, this is fascism that all liberals say. It felt so fucking scary and fascist. And like you could intercut that shit with footage from 1984 or Triumph of the Will. Yeah, plot against America. <laughs> plot against America. to a fascism type deals. Here's the thing, man. They're going to steal this fucking election. Uh, they're so? going to. I, oh, I, I, you know, I, I hate to be like, you know, absence of all hope. I have a little bit of hope, which is why I'm going to fucking volunteer. I'm going to use this time off to like actually be right. active. Um, but dude, like the, the uh, outcomes running the numbers here, like it, it would have to be an absolute Biden landslide, like where there is no question whatsoever that the dude fucking won for this to even be possible. Otherwise, anything else, like, because they were talking about like mail-in voting, um, and how like liberals are more inclined to do mail-in voting. 
which may take longer with post office delays. So right. if those votes are still coming in and Trump is showing a lead, he can call the election right there if he wants to uh, before all the votes are counted. I don't like think just he shit like that. I, well, here's the thing. I'm not going to put it past him. I, I think that it's like I think it's likely that Biden will have a lead. Oh, I think. For sure. I, I think it's going to be a situation where whether he accepts the result. I think, I th- I think it's more likely that he doesn't accept the election results than mm. he calls it early and then, and then steals it that way. I know he's trying. That's the other weird thing about this is like, it does make you almost – like, wait, let me ask you. Are you more grateful that he's too incompetent to act in the shadows? <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or do you miss the days where people were just fucking with our democracy but they did it they had it with like enough enough fucking slyness to get away with it like this is like the bush versus trump thing like yeah. would you rather have like a, a bush or a trump and like i don't know man like uh, i i feel like operating in the shadows like it does give you some amount of comfort because at least they're operating within like the norms of you know what our democracy the loopholes that our democracy has whereas trump is literally outright saying that there's nobody who's going to hold me accountable so therefore democracy is fucking dead while i'm in office uh i i think i prefer the, just the other one. <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry every time i saw the flags and he was talking about rioting and looting is biden's america and i'm like it's your america real right. hard i don't know what you're doing right now uh and it just became oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i was just so blown away by that shit no dude you're fine i mean like the dude was violating the hatch act in seven different yeah. ways during his own convention he can't help but break the law but nobody's gonna do anything about it it just is what it is. Well, that's the thing. If you because because if you were Obama, and for the most part you are, and even George Bush, to be for honest, the most part, I am Obama. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we as you know, you're seventy eight percent Obama. We did your twenty three and me, and it was weird. It's like uh, fucking Irish, Scottish, seventy eight percent Obama. It was yeah. I mean, the percentage doesn't make any sense, but it is what. It's it why they tell you to do these things. You're always going to find something that's shocking in your family yeah. tree, but. Um, I filmed it's a like Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You know how they do that? And they're like, I'm a great descendant of Thomas Jefferson. Oh, like the Key out. and Peele sketch or whatever. <laughs> God damn it. Um, what was I saying before that? I'm so- oh, no, Obama. If, if you were someone who is mostly law-abiding, right? Like, or <laughs> like at least outwardly law-abiding, because Bush certainly wasn't, but he pretended like he gave a shit about the Constitution. Um, mm-hmm. People are going to come at you when you fuck up. If you fuck up all the time and without remorse, people are just like, that's low priority. Yeah, it's a felony. Yeah, that's an ethics violation. But whatever, because we, he admitted to obstructing justice and we didn't do anything about it. You think we're going to get him on the fucking Hatch Act? Like, no, it's not going to happen. And it's, it's sad because it's like it's about accountability, which the media, like, he's very effective. I, I can't tell if he's an idiot savant or if he is just a <laughs> mad genius. I really can't tell. Um, but like, he's very effective. He has demonized the news. He has demonized anything that is alternative or dissenting opinion to the mm-hmm. point where it, it muddies the waters, man. It's yeah, shit. He, it's, it's exhausting. And he's got us like in this stranglehold where it's, it's the tension between we need to hold him accountable for the lies that he tells, but he tells so many lies at such a high volume that holding him accountable almost becomes a moot point. But if you don't do that, then you allow the lie to win. So either way, he wins. Like it's a win-win thing for him. And that's this is if I can really make it about the, the Greeks again. It's like America yeah. is Mother Gaia. You know what I'm saying? And then like mm. all the inbred fucking eventually led to a Trump. I don't want to call him as well. He's pretty rapey, so he's Zeus in this scenario. And sure. then all of his fucked up kids are Tiffany and Ivanka. Which, by the way, the other thing about that that's hilarious is that he had them engage in speaks like in speeches based on how much he liked them. 
You know what I'm saying? Like right. Tiffany goes first because who the fuck cares about Tiffany? You know what I'm saying? Right, like Trump right. doesn't even care. And so it just keeps going. But like, that's all I keep thinking about is like imagining them as like these fucking deities going around fucking shit up for everybody. And we're, we're just, we're, we're too involved in the shit show to really care. I don't, Man, maybe Baron will be the one to like, you know, to save us all. You know, maybe that'll be like the the Greek myth of this generation. He'll just be like, "He's there, Dad." No, I'm taller than you now. <laughs> like throws great. him over a cliff or something. I'd love like, that. Yeah, it castrates Trump and then. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's a fucking son. I'm not advocating right. for and it. And then he becomes a socialist despot. Right. And I'd be like, God damn it! Out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> Uh man, we should just all move to Cuba. To Cuba, yeah. I mean, according to Michael Moore, they got better health care than we do. Yeah, I mean, Michael. I'm sure that's true. Like, probably. They've got palm trees, dude. It's They've weird got whenever cars, beautiful places like that, get fucked over. It's really like is an ideology thing. Yeah. I, like that's almost why I get I get why racist like old racist white people want to hate on banana republics and shit like that because. You know, they're like, oh, you're brown and you have such beautiful resources and this is what you do with it. But, you know, currently we have like the whitest motherfucker in the world doing that. So that argument's gone. You know, like every old white racist historian is so pissed off at Trump for bucking the narrative. You know what I mean? Right. But also like exposing the lie, man. You know, if, if he is shining the light on, on a lot of uh, shit that we've just sort of accepted as truth. So, uh, hey, we're having the conversation. And maybe in his second term, he'll be like, all right, guys, that was a big goof. And I'm glad that I exposed all those, uh, you know, those, those gaping holes in our democracy. But now we're going to patch him up. There was a minute when we were all like, I mean, I wasn't, but there was a part of us <laughs> that, that, that was like, well, you know, he's outwardly supported the Democrats for years. Maybe this is all a ruse just to get power and then he'll govern the way it should be governed. And like, right. I just wonder how quickly we all... Well, because a lot of Republicans that thought that too. They were like, he's not a real Republican. He's not going to do this or that. You know who's not a real Republican? Rand Paul. Mm. Because he's not a person. And you can't be a Republican if you're not a human being, I think. Like, that's what I'm finding out. Why are you singling out Rand Paul specifically because out of Rand all those Paul, Republican fucks? Because he was like the senator who went and gave a fucking speech. I don't know. Like, I mean, Nikki Haley's a fucking idiot too i mean anyone who went up there and and, then went behind him that's fine rain paul's a fucking doctor like you think he should understand science enough that like at least on the coronavirus shit again rand paul had the coronavirus didn't seem to dissuade him at all like i i I, I think of rand paul as just the biggest fucking piece of shit that republicans have to offer and that's probably not true i don't there there are some contenders man i saw that movie the swamp uh which is a documentary on hbo right now gets that guy's a piece of shit too yeah Yeah. he's a um, if if that documentary is to be believed he is like a true believer though in terms of like the republican ideology which is what's kind of terrifying about dudes like him it's like he he like literally like sleeps uh in his little like shitty cramped office he eats out of there he only gets uber eats he doesn't you know go anywhere but the you know political sphere in washington just tries to fucking push his uh his ideology and he legitimately believes uh, that there's a swamp that needs to be drained yeah but don't they ask him like how <laughs> How'd that draining go? Like, everyone's still there. If not, worse people have come in. You know what uh, I mean? Like, yeah, wolves much, at the doors. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know, man. I, you, do you think hey, we just need to hit news. the... <laughs> okay, what? Yeah, <laughs> save us. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I don't know if you heard about this. Coronavirus is over. Um, only, only 6% 
Christian, of the deaths uh, from coronavirus were actually from coronavirus. Oh, shit. So I, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if you heard about that. So we're, the, we're, what's we're the other 94? Clear. Stop wearing masks, everybody. Go outside. Go open up the bars. Uh, the other uh, 94% were people with underlying conditions, so it doesn't oh, count. Yeah. Let's ignore the fact that 50% of the country is morbidly obese and uh, like 60 to 70% have underlying conditions. Let's reopen the country. You know, the, round of applause for America. Yeah, all right, yeah, you got it. I'm with you. I'm on board. Look, dude, I almost went to the movie uh, drive-ins this weekend because it's like the one way you can watch a movie in LA because like, New Mutants came out and a part of me was like, New Mutants might be okay. I like what they're trying to do. Apparently mm. it's not. I didn't see it. But mm. movie theaters are opening back up, man. Uh, Tenet's coming out next week. Yeah. got his wish. I'm pretty sure New York still isn't uh, reopening shit. Neither um, of us are. Yeah, New York or LA yeah. is done. Dude, New York has like really gotten this shit on lock. And I know it's probably going to come back here, but like this past week that we're recording this anyway, it was like 0.67% of people tested actually tested positive. That's amazing. Yeah. No, yeah. I was talking to Michalina. Michalina's like, I'm fully back at work. Uh, she was saying, I wish I would have had this. She bought an iPad Pro. She's going to do some art stuff for me. And uh, she's like, I really wish I could have done this when, when lockdown was still happening. And I'm like, what? What are you talking? Like, why are you talking about this shit like it's over? And I think a lot of people are. Like, and yeah. like New York is liberal, but I feel like some pockets of it are not taking it seriously. And then when I think about other places, like I think about Wisconsin, yeah. I think about Michigan, like I, I'm scared because I think people, they did a, re a recent poll that was talking about it. And it's like 60% of people are worried it's going to end too soon, like social distancing measures and stuff like that. But mm. they're, like that number is growing. It was 25. Now it's 32% of people who think it's going on too long. And so I just wonder like where that intersectionality is going to hit and it becomes a detriment. You know? Man, we're, we're the fucking Vine, TikTok, five second films generation, man. We don't, we don't have the attention span for this. Like we're, we're allowed to or able to mentally care about this for like a month tops, tops. And yeah. three of those weeks are pretending to care. Let's be honest. Here, and then after a, that, like we're done. Here's the thing I want to talk about very quickly, just to switch gears. But you brought up TikTok, which I'm not on. I don't care about TikTok, but I did really love Vine. It's Vine from was a, China. Yeah, well, that's why I'm patriot. <laughs> <laughs> it's called patriotism, guy. Look it up. No, but 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 I'm not on TikTok. I liked Vine. I thought Vine was really funny. I liked the restrictions of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, but you know, I was trying to think what are what are the 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 new millennial like goalposts for when we're like, Oh, we're old now. Like Dolores was asking yesterday what the fuck Fortnite was. And I'm like, right. I know what Fortnite. I've never played it, but I'm not that old that I don't know what a Fortnite is yet. You know what I'm saying? And I made some terrible dad joke. I'm like, it's two weeks, but, uh, but, but I'm wondering what that thing is going to be because there are things know, that man. existed that I just didn't jump on. Snapchat never got into Snapchat. That's been around for forever. Like, you right. know, people uh, you know whatever yeah we we were of the snapchat generation absolutely so it's not like it pa yeah didn't pass you by or whatever i i don't know man like i think about this sometimes and it's like i'm very much comfortable with being kind of left behind or whatever on a social media uh side of things i think it's really like technology in general whenever i get to the point where something that is commonly used that is supposed to be like user friendly or whatever like uh, when it like comes into, you know, my sphere or whatever, and I don't know how the fuck to use it. Like when I turn into my mom trying to connect to the internet on a new laptop, well, that's you. when I'll know that uh, it's over. 
So my mom, we like, she can't master a smart TV. Like she can't do it. I'm like, mom, it's the button that says Netflix on it. And she does cannot do it. It's like the most user-friendly thing in the world. (laughs) And so like, I get worried about that. I got the, uh, the new iPhone and this, the whole point of this new iPhone is that it doesn't have a home button like that you can click on. Mm -hmm. And for five minutes, Max, I had a nervous breakdown being like how do you use this like i finally right. i'm old and then i was like oh it's really fucking easy you just have to use it uh right. but it's it scared me and i feel like that moment's coming man it's coming encroaching very yeah quickly. like I'm, I'm sure with like some vr or some like a uh, brain implant shit like you saw elon musk like did some things with some pigs recently fucking hate elon musk no i didn't see it what is he doing with pigs i i you know much like every article that i read i read the headline and skimmed it um but basically he took like three pigs put some like brain implants in them and like was doing something with the elect the, the point being like no, he's no, trying no, no, to no. do the point is he's playing with fucking fire why are what did we not read animal farm did we not read what happens when we well, fuck with pigs <laughs> oh <laughs> so so you're you're less concerned about the implications of having like a neural link inside of our brains that connects us to the internet more concerned about the pigs getting smart taken over yeah yeah because then because then they can fuck with the neural links inside of our head and they hack the internet they get into the dark pig web and then what and then fucking what max like you think I it's mean, gonna it's be good over. for us no. absolutely not no it'll be terrible you're absolutely right it's very you know the pigs are most like us you know like they they have the intel they say pigs have the intelligence of a four-year-old child which is horrifying to think about right. uh they have skin that is very similar to our skin it's mm-hmm. not a uh you know and this is a recurring theme i get very scared about which animal which one's gonna do it you know what i mean but like i feel like they're all lining up they're all lining up there's gonna be a fucking government contract up for bids and pigs are gonna be like we'll do it for this much and then octopus will do it for this much but like it's gonna happen and it's gonna be a real fucking threat and we're shooting ourselves in the foot by accelerating it like what yeah i i mean like and i've never considered the possibility of like a ai animal merger at which point like we're done you know which, AI, which like, you think would be more likely to happen because mm. before you fuck with humans right we always do we have like the scientific method of testing we right. test on animals first like why is you and here we go he's testing on animals first and right. this is what happens dude like some supercomputer is going to be like hey there's way more ants than there are people if i send out you know the right pheromone signatures i can have them shits taking over cities doing my bidding etc can get the rats involved too. Fucking imagine if you could weaponize ants, dude. Yeah, like, dude. Oh I my can God. imagine. I Indiana saw Jones Dingo. 4? Yeah, right. <laughs> Frisky Dingo. Fuck. Way better. It's a way better <laughs> reference point. Antagony. No, no, but I was thinking I was thinking, Jesus Christ. I was thinking about Indiana Jones 4, where which is a bad movie, but they have that one scene where Kate Blanchett's they- like fucking fighting off those giant ants that eat people. Right. And I'm like, nah, man, it's horrifying because there's billions of them and they're everywhere. Like you could make a coordinate, like a execute order 66 Dude. version of ants taking over the world. And they be- can cross like- oceans by building ant rafts. And didn't you say they just constantly like, <laughs> like they rotate so they don't drown? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. They get like a little ant air bubble so they can stay underwater for a period of time and they're fine. See, why, what was that scene in Life of Pi? You know, like, there's a whale and shit, and then, like, what's that? <laughs> it's a just fucking, an ant like, island, just an island of ants. <laughs> he tries to step foot on it, and immediately just gets fucking sick up. I mean, like, that, that's, I'm thinking about what are the scariest things, like, okay, this is an open water situation. Max, you and I, we go out to 
the middle of the Pacific for some fucking reason. Sure. We're like, we're going to go deep sea dive and we do it. And we have the most incompetent boat people. And they're like, uh, eight, 10, right? All right, we're good. And they leave. <laughs> they miss the count. We come back. Like the, the, the captain is just like drunk. He's just like, ah, I don't enough. actually. <laughs> so we come up we're like time to get on the boat wait max where's the fucking boat like i'm thinking what's the scariest fucking things we could see obviously a shark octopus scared the shit out of me uh but probably a wall of ants i gotta be honest well because it would be unexpected like if if i saw like a giant squid or a shark or like a killer whale or something i'd be like all right makes sense water we're in it that's your home Right, because you know what? You can imagine that set piece. That's a very Jurassic Park-esque set piece. And as much that like, so we're just floating in the water. It's a silent scene. And then you're like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, what? And I'm pissed off. We just got into a fight, the scene before or something. Sure. And you're like, you got to- Tensions are rising. Yeah. And and, and you we look up a close up. Yeah, there's a fucking ant. I'm like, what the fuck? There's an ant? That's so weird. And then I look at you and I'm like, what? You have two ants. And you're like, what? And you do it. And then suddenly we're just being we're lousy with we're ants. They're in our surrounded hair. Surrounded by ants. Our oxygen tank. <laughs> like oh my our God. fucking snorkel. Or we're our just little... <laughs> breathing ants. We're aspirating ants. I mean, at that point, we'd just be dead. Like, it's, it's over. <laughs> well, <laughs> And somehow being eaten by a shark doesn't seem so bad, right? Because I don't right, have to be like, all right, shark. thank you. This makes sense. <laughs> God, Mother like Nature you. is just, Gaia is so pissed off about all the, the God killing and shit like that, all Dude, the rape. <laughs> honestly, though, if that shit's actually for real, Gaia or whatever, like, what's she waiting for, dude? Like, send the abyss monsters to kill us, send the army of ants. Like, what, what's the hold up? I guess the hurricanes or a start right and the fires well see that's actually what i do bringing it all the way back to greek mythology i do kind of like that they had to explain everything they're just like what's that i don't uh, <sighs> uh that's another god something uh, with an eus at the end of his name yeah got, like, a, got earthquakes uh <laughs> it's quakiest god right. of light you're, flooding you're getting real lazy with these namings but quakiest is fine i guess <laughs> uh, floodiest uh <laughs> That's crazy. You start with such creativity. Like, the, like, like the early, the early like, parts of Greek mythology are like the early seasons of Game of Thrones. You're like, right. wow, the imagination. But by the end. Right. Like he's just, he's been day drinking for like his entire life. He's just sprawled out in a toga on like some fucking marble steps, just fucking drinking wine. Just like, uh, I don't know. Fucking Rainius, um, uh, Thunder, Thunder, Thunderman. Windiest uh, Thunderman. He drops the U.S. <laughs> He like nods off for a second. Uh, ant, ant boy. Uh, <laughs> this is the this is the origins of the MCU. Just a really lazy, drunk Greek guy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> 